This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Welcome to the Bestie Bestie Bone Bone Podcast, hosted by two Latina besties. I'm Diana. And I'm Elvia. And we're here to help you navigate adult life with tips, tricks, and cheesiness. Hello and welcome back, everyone. Hi, everybody. We're excited to be back. Yes, we are. And we first want to say thank you so much to everyone that listened to our first episode and trailer. Yes, we are excited about how all of you are excited to hear us talk sometimes about our nonsense, (laughs) but... (laughs) Uh, We're just enjoying doing this for all of you. And I want to also say thank you to everyone who has shared our podcast. Commented, liked, subscribed, reviewed. Yep. It really means so much to us. We jokingly say the only people who are going to listen are five people, our five family members. (laughs) Two of our friends. (laughs) And maybe the dog they have or something like that. Atia and then maybe... La vecina. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. Um, It was an exciting time because, as you guys know, we launched on my birthday. Mm -hmm. It's spicy season, y'all. Hey. I love me a Pisces, if you can't already tell. That's right. That's me, (laughs) y'all. And uh, it was great. We got to spend the weekend wine tasting in Valle de Guadalupe, which is in Baja, Mm -hmm. Mexico like in Ensenada, and uh, it was really good. Did you have a good time, girl? Yes, it was amazing just to um, spend time with Diana and her family because I don't get to see them very often. And also, I felt like, you know, we reconnected, you know, not that we weren't connected before because we talk all the time. but We always connected. <laughs> but it was nice to just be able to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to tell you that for those that are not that as familiar with my background, I come from a big family and let me tell you. Huge. (laughs) They're huge. It is so hard to get all five siblings in the same place. Um, because most of us now live in different states and, you know, have kids, are married, have houses, work. And so it was amazing to get all my family together. Even my brother told me afterwards, like, damn, B, I can't believe you did it. Like, mm-hmm. you brought the whole damn family together. Yeah. Which was really amazing. And uh, even your dad got to go. What did your dad think? Yes, my dad had a great time. He was like, gracias, Elvita for inviting me. I had a very good time. <laughs> Love me some Simone. <laughs> you know, Poppy Bessie Bessie Bone Bone, he was also our photographer. He let us borrow his iPhone 11. That's why you saw those bomb-ass pictures on the gram. Were they not on and popping? Yeah, I was like, damn, we pretty. <laughs> I was like, what What filter does this camera have built in? Okay. Those three cameras, you know, I thought it was a bit excessive, but, you know, I guess iPhone know what the fuck they do. 
<laughs> and a huge shout out to my sister-in-law, Marvik. Yes. She, she is our photographer. She's actually a photographer. Mm-hmm. So we were like, will you take all pictures? Mm-hmm. And she was so kind. And she was like, turn around here. Put your head down. Yeah. The angles, like, the ooh, lighting. Oh, yes, girl. And I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll arch that back. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and anybody who hasn't been to Valle, this is my second time. This is Elvia's 15th time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there a lot, like, in the past two years. Because everybody want to go there. Have their bachelorette, have their birthday, whatever. I'm there, you know? I... I just go along for the party. You know? <laughs> I like to have a good time. She goes for the wine. Don't play. I, I don't got to worry about nobody else but me. So why not? Why not? That's right. <laughs> and I highly recommend going. You've never been or have been contemplating. In my honest opinion, not just because I'm Mexicana and biased, it's better than Napa. Oh, I think so, too. It's so beautiful. The food is amazing amazing so 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 good and the people are very friendly and it's so affordable and cheap Mm -hmm. like you could have a good ass time and we was buying like bottles of wine yeah you know not like getting a 15 dollar tasting like no we were buying bottles for like 20 bucks which is nothing that you could find in uh napa no at all Uh -uh. so and a huge shout out to my favorite, Jacinto. Oh, yes. Jacinto, Jacinto, Jacinto. Jacinto's been our driver now a few times. This is, I feel like every time I go to Valle, I see him. I'm, he's pretty much a family member now. Yes. Actually, he's um, my He's my tío Jacinto. Uh, no, he's your future cuñado. Oh, uh, true. He's like in love with Diana. He's like, I need a sabuerita. Mira que bonita está. And I'm just like, um, hello. But let me just tell Aren't you Aren't I pretty too? <laughs> I'm the one that's single, Jacinto, okay? Don't you seem to me, though? <laughs> he don't seem me, though. I guess I gotta have blue eyes. Shit. Can I just tell you guys? I had to pee so bad, and it's kind of a long drive up to the mountains, right? So I'm like, Jacinto, honey, um, can we do a little pit stop? And he was like, a ver si hay un oxo. And I was like, okay, good. So we stopped, girl. And oxo is like a 7-Eleven. Yeah, like a 7-Eleven. And so uh, it was closed, so we went to like the place next door, and they were like, yeah, we have a bathroom, but it's going to be five pesos each. So like in Mexico, they often charge for paper. And which is probably also happening now. Don't play. We'll get into that in a second. Mm-hmm. And none of us had pesos on us. Like we had just crossed the border. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no se preocupa. And like, I ha- I-, I got you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang. And then he hooked us up with a whole roll. A toilet paper. A whole damn toilet paper roll. And I was like, dang, girl, you know he's the one. You should have taken that toilet paper because people be fighting over here for it. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> If only we knew that we were going to be out of toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I told Alvia, like, damn, you know he's the one when he, <laughs> he hooks you up with some toilet paper. He was like. He, he paid for his, her and her homies to go to the bathroom and gave us a whole roll. Like, you know he's the one. That's okay? when you know, That's ladies. Catch. That's when you When know. he wants to make sure your culito is clean. <laughs> he's not just a ride or die. He's a white and die. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we had a great 
great time. It was the best. Um, but I wouldn't expect anything less because yes. whenever we're together, it's just too much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a great time. Girl, it's been crazy. Have it you has. been quarantined? Let's just talk about <sighs> this whole like what the buck is going on. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. like what is happening in the world today? I, I just it's, I just can't get it's with it. Too much. Okay. That's all I got to say. Except I these memes are on point. These are, memes you know? and gifts are on point. And you know, like, we are all about, we understand the seriousness of the situation. Diana and I were actually supposed to go to the Dominican Republic next Saturday to go on the trip of a lifetime yes. that we have been wanting to go to on forever. But because of what's going on, we decided to cancel for many reasons. Um and we just wanted to be more responsible about this situation, which we're really sad about because you guys were going to get the content of your lives. Yes. But, you know, Dominican Republic is going to be there. It's not going nowhere. So we'll, we'll, we're, we're going to make it happen. Okay. We're going to yep. make it happen. But, I mean, it's crazy what's going on. You go to the grocery store. You can't even get arroz. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what the hell is everybody doing with all the arroz? I just don't understand this whole toilet paper thing. I just, I can't get with it. Yeah. Like, also, like, if you run out of toilet paper, there's agua and jabón. <laughs> okay? This is when we need bidets. Is that what they call Yeah. It's so you can clean your bootay. And the bidet. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Just fucking bend over and have your mom spray you with the hose. Like, you'll be good. She'd probably get right in there, you know? Like, yes. real good. Like, Mija, you squeaky clean. You got that. You got that honey clean. With the manguera. <laughs> that was stupid. I'm I know, it's too much. Too much. See, this, we, we've yeah. been quarantined for too yeah. damn long. We're going crazy in the in house. Fact, it's only been two days. Yesterday, we had some quarantinis. Yep. Okay. To celebrate. I mean, I don't, we're not celebrating. We're just having fun. Because what else is there to do? Uh-huh. And then, are you, like, out of work? Do you have to go to, to the office? <clears throat> I have a choice. So, I can go in or um, not. But... I was cool with going in for a bit, and then I was like, you know what? I'm not about to, you know, be out here in the streets like this if I don't need to be. So I'm going to stay home and work from home. And it's weird because I just started my job, and I just started seeing students. So I feel like it's really weird to start your first time in a job in, like, this situation where you're like, looking at a student through a webcam yeah. instead of, like, in person. Um, so are you going to get catfished by students? <laughs> it's funny because they're like, you need to check who they are. You need to, like, ask to have them repeat their ID number and all this stuff. So we have ways to check to make sure it's really they ass and it's not their fucking mom. That's like, I, I want to check my schedule. Like, no. <laughs> Listen. You, you, you mamas out there that have college age students, if you're still calling the school to see what the fuck your student is doing, just like 
do you not have anything else to do? <laughs> Damn, did your parents ever do that? I think my parents even no. knew. They didn't know my classes. They like, don't even know how to call the school. I know. I, I don't even think my parents remember the name of my school. <laughs> they're and like, they're, no te And they're like, ella va a Cal State. I'm like, well, which one? There's like nine of them. Esa, I call State. Yeah. And I'm like, that. no, I don't even think my parents would have even known how to call. Yeah. So it is crazy. It I know is. I also uh, got the choice to work from home, although I've already made that choice for myself. Yeah. So I've been working from home for the last couple of this weeks. This girl has been quarantining herself for like <laughs> a long time already, so she good. But let me just tell you, okay, this is what happens when you like work at an old school company and people are like, oh my gosh, Becky, we have to work from home. I'm going to be so distracted by the television and the snacks. And you're like... <laughs> Oh my Bitch, god! I'm on the happiest with television and my snacks. I know. I'm like that's what I'm most productive. <laughs> and I just think like these these. I mean, you know, I love me some old folk, but they're gonna ruin it for us. Like I'm trying to work from home permanently, okay, so that I can live uh, wherever I want, aka a place that I can actually afford and still work. You feels me? So. I'm not going into the office either, but again, for me, it's nothing new, um, and I, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I have enough food and toilet paper. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's it's a crazy time. It is it's so weird. Wash your ass, wash your hands, mm-hmm. check your kids, check your wife. What does that say? Or how does it go? Hide your kids, oh, hide your wife. No, this time you don't have. I mean, in your house, I guess. You know, <laughs> so they don't get sick. Yeah, <laughs> hide them in the house. And, you know, make sure everybody's good. You know, go outside. What did they say recommend? You go outside in open air, take a breath, hold it in for 10 seconds. If you don't cough, then that means you're good. You're Gucci. Okay? <laughs> um, but I think this is a perfect uh, time to let you guys know that we are so excited about our very first guest. <laughs> yes. And it's actually a perfect time because... She's all about healing and um, self-love and self-care and being intuitive. And uh, in these trying times, mm-hmm. when we don't know what the fuck is going on, mm-hmm. I think it's really great because she will be able to drop some knowledge. Mm-hmm. And she, she will, uh, so our topic is going to be around self-love, self-care. And um, the, her name is also Vienna. Um, <laughs> like I said, I have a lot of friends with the same names. Uh, she is one of them. And uh, she's going to be talking about her journey through intuitive healing, what she currently does, so on and so forth. I have known Vienna for a long time. <laughs> I met her in college. She's one of my best college friends um sister and her and I get she's also a Pisces we get along so 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 well uh she's I call her my rachetera for life because we just you know we get each other Mm -hmm. we love to have a good time and laugh and she's just like my girl she holds a very special place in my heart uh, she did an intuitive reading on me, uh, mid last year, and it was one of the best experiences of my life. So she'll talk some more about that too during the podcast. 
but I am so excited to have her uh, join us on the podcast. And I hope you guys get a lot of good lessons and, you know, things that you take away from this that you could use during this time of self-care that you could practice while you are quarantined. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to have her. I think it really is the perfect time. We wanted her as our first guest because we talked a lot about you know, things that we would tell our 20-year-old selves and it came, it was all about uh, self-love, self-care, positive affirmations. And I think that she really is sort of our perfect first guest to sort of kick off our podcast. So we are so excited to have her. And without further ado. Diana Tavares is a 32-year-old Mexicana who grew up in Santa Monica and Inglewood, California. Empathy has always been one of her strengths, which led her to study psychology at UC Riverside. She then received her master's in social work at Boston College. She is currently a psychotherapist working with mostly youth and families. She is passionate about writing and creating a safe place for healing, which brought her to create Soul Waves, a blog about all things heart, life, and soul. She also offers intuitive Reiki sessions. She is a big advocate of self-care, which for her includes hiking, backpacking, being in nature, reading, writing, meditating, and connecting to source. Please join us in welcoming Diana. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be part of this. I am um, super excited to be here. Um, so thank you for having me. I So a little bit about myself. I would say I'm, so I was born in Mexico. I'm, I was born in Guadalajara and I moved to Los Angeles when I was a little girl when I was one. And I grew up in Santa Monica slash Inglewood, two opposites, very much my personality. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to school in Santa Monica and then I grew up in Inglewood where my family lived. And after graduating from high school, I, I went to school at UCR, which is where I met Alvia. Whoop, whoop. I like her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and essentially how I met Viana, BFF over here. Hey. Kind of, but you sort of knew me because of my cousin. Yes, it was like a, um, like the, you know, the universe just connected all of us. I know, they really randomly. did. Yeah. They really did. Um, yeah, so that's where I met Alvia through my sister, Sonia, and, and Alvia introduced us to Viana. And now we're here. Um, after after UCR, I moved to Miami, where I was just working with youth. And uh, after that, I I received my master's in social work while at Boston College. So I was there for two years, and then I moved back. Um, so yeah, and in undergrad, I I I studied psychology. So I've always been. Um, very much into self-help, healing, helping others. I think that, I think I'm pretty patient and pretty empathic. So it's one of those things that naturally came to me as a, as just my path. Was there like an instance in your life that made you really want to be in the healing world um, or in therapy? Because a lot of what you do in your career and what you're doing now 
on as your side hustle business or your new passion business um, have a lot of overlap? Was there something that really triggered you to want to do that? Or were you always like the go-to friend that was always like, girl, I got you. I got your back. Talk to me about your problems. I'm going to help you out. You know, I think a little bit of both. So when I was in high school, I had um, I had my own therapist because I struggled with oh. depression. And so I naturally went into this field. And, yes, I was always that person that friends turned to and um, would ask for advice. So I became that person. And I just I, – I believed in – in healing for other people. And I believe in healing for myself. And it wasn't until last year where, you know, last year, 2019 was really cool for me because I really started my, I really enhanced my spiritual journey. I've always been spiritual, religious, whatever you want to call it. But last year I really took that path and, and made it my life really. And what I realized was something's missing in therapy and that's the spiritual piece. We are all super connected. Everything is energy. All of us have guides. We have people that are guiding us and protecting us. And I really wanted to tune into that, um, which is why I went into my intuitive reading classes. And then I went into my um, my Reiki training. I also was doing that for myself. I was I was receiving Reiki uh, sessions. And I saw the just the impact that it made for me when I was needing the extra support and extra guidance. So um, I think it wasn't until last year where I realized healing is my purpose on this planet and and it doesn't just have to be therapeutic and this academic world. It could be so much more. Well, you got your first healing with Diana. I am excited to say that I definitely want to make sure I get one too. I also believe that there is a great overlap between spirituality religion, faith, therapy, mental health, like they're all interconnected. Mm -hmm. I'm also really passionate about this topic too through my own journey, but I just wish it was more important in schools. I think it's amazing, girl, that you were going to therapy in high school. I always preach that that's what we need. Like we need therapy like PE classes, girl. You're required to take that PE class. You should be required to do to work with a mental health counselor or like a healer. Somebody you can talk to that's neutral and third party and you don't feel judged by. Um, and I think it would solve a lot of what's happening in like today's youth, um, especially because so much of our listeners and the people we want to reach out to are that age. You know, so I think it's really amazing that you're doing this and you connected because you went through that yourself. Um, so I think that's really dope. Yes, it's truly amazing. And as your friend, I am happy that I have personally benefited from your talents <laughs> and um, yeah, what you do. So um, in terms of... You know, you're, you, as you mentioned, you're an empath and you're somebody that really likes to help people in terms of healing and all that stuff. But how do you show up for yourself? How do you still find time to like implement self care and self love into your own life? Because as much as you are pouring into other people's cups, you need to pour into your own cup. So how do you do that? 
So I want to answer that question um, responding to something that Vianna said, which is when I had my own therapist, I, I it was short term. And that was because my parents pulled me out. Because I think that as especially as Latinos and just as uh, as a culture, we don't understand mental health. So we fear it and we we don't really give it the opportunity that that it, it deserves. And so I think that part of what I've learned in my own healing is that in order to heal others, I have to heal myself. So self-care, right? Your question was self-care. Mm-hmm. Super huge for me. It's, it's been super huge. I, I'm, so I'm a, a hiker and a backpacker. I love to read. I love to write. And I think boundaries can be really difficult for people, especially people like me who have grown up to be people pleasers. And part of my self-care also means I have to set really strict boundaries with people. Preach, my Pisces. Preach. Yes, because because it's hard for us to say no to people we love, to things that we love, right? Because in order to take care of ourselves and read a book, stay in when when your friends want you to go out and drink or go to the bar. It's so hard. So I want to say these are my activities for self-care, but I think more importantly, it's been setting boundaries for myself and setting boundaries for other people. Uh, that's been the biggest game changer for me I think yeah and I think that's so important especially like living with my parents now I know once I start seeing like students like back to back to back like I need a fucking moment like I need to chill not talk to anybody and I need to just be like by myself for like at least an hour and it's so and that's that's like how I show myself self-care every day because otherwise I would not function or I would just be like in a crappy ass mood all day long um, or the rest of my evening, I guess. So, yeah. Right. And and especially when you're 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 interacting with so many different people, we pick up energy. Mm-hmm. Right? We pick up energy. Um, we hold space for other people. And whether we realize it or not, we. We sometimes, if we're not taking care of ourselves, we carry that stuff with us. So, yes, take that one hour. Super, super needed. I would love to talk about two things you just mentioned. One of them being growing up in a Latino household and dealing with the misconceptions of mental health. Um, Just because it has its fair share of criticisms in, in our culture. Um, and second would be, I would love for you to like, what would you tell a young Latina in high school or in college about learning these methods of self-love that you have learned by your own journey? So the first piece I would say, um, just as a, as Latino culture, we, we carry a lot of generational trauma. And we carry it and we don't heal it and we pass it on and we pass it on. And we carry our parents' trauma, whatever their, their trauma is. It's, it's our parents' trauma and that we have to work, we have to work through. Mm-hmm. And 
I think also one of my missions in life is related to mental health and Latinos, specifically Latino parents, where I really want to educate parents in mental health. How to, how to, how to talk to someone that's suicidal, right? It's not stop crying, get over it. No tiene nada de que. Chillona, that's what I heard my whole life. Chillona. Yes, stop being so sensitive. All of that. We get, we get those messages and, and parents mean well. They just don't know. They never learn themselves. So, how are they going to model that for us? So I think that I really encourage, actually encourage parents to do their own healing because that's how you're going to heal your family. And if children, if kids don't have parents that want to do the healing, it's doing your own healing. And one of the big things that actually I received during my, one of my Reiki sessions with Carmen Cat, um, she she talked to me about seeing my mother um, as she were a little child. And I remember in my meditation when she was doing the Reiki, I, I got a meditation and I had this big burst of tears related to my mother. And after when I checked in with her, that was the message. Something came up for your mom regarding your mom. And it's see her with the eyes of like her being a child. She's a wounded, see her wounded child. Um, so I, I would encourage parents um anyone that 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 wants to do the work but their family really isn't doing the work to just do their own work and try to uh interact with their parents as like hey you know maybe their inner wounded child hasn't been healed but i i can heal my own inner child i absolutely love that i think it's so true i didn't think about that but we absolutely carry our parents traumas i learned that too about my dad who now as as i'm older he really carried a lot of his father's trauma and the way he was treated is how he ended up treating his kids, even though he hated how his father treated him. And so it's just so crazy when you really become so much of what you grew up knowing. I actually sometimes even sympathize with Latina women who grew up wherever they grew up in any other country and then come here and didn't maybe have the education or don't understand. It's like, I don't know. I really, really thoroughly understand that because sometimes I feel like I get frustrated with old schoolness and old school ways or traditional ways, but I'm like, well, look at the life they had and where they came from. And you know, it's like, if all you've ever known is that, then what can you expect? Right. You know? um, but you're right. I never thought of that. We take on our families it's such a great point in that parents should really do a lot of the healing for themselves and I guess the goal is like for us to heal ourselves so that when we have children if and when we have children we give them a life not full of us bringing our own traumas to their life I always think about how amazing would it be if like we went to therapy with our parents and like all that would come up and like all that would <laughs> get resolved and like how it could improve like the communication you have with them I guess I also say that like especially now living with them because I'm interacting with them and it's it's yeah like I wish uh, I mean you know it's something I could make happen but it's all approaching that conversation and it's definitely tough conversation to have and you know explain to your mother like hey I don't think we communicate effectively I feel like this could be really helpful. And then them being like, 
well, you know, you don't have a adios and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay. But, okay. Yeah. And that's kind of It's like school. they shut you up by just throwing, like, God. Yes. And I'm just like, okay. But why doesn't religion do a better job of that? Right? Like, why? There's, because it's so rooted in faith and spirituality. Like, why don't they, they the institution of churches and religion do a better job of dealing with this because we know especially in this culture how religion is so connected in the latino culture is what i'm referring to like they should do a better job like yeah they should well pray to pray to jesus that's fine but also let's work with a therapist let's do both yes you know yes let's do both i think that's also why i'm so passionate about the spiritual aspect of healing because I mean, look around, look around the world. Most people walk around not doing the work. This shit's hard mm-hmm. to do the work, to sit with your shadows and to sit with all the shit that comes up. That's, that's not easy. And it takes a lot of inner work and a lot of time and a lot of fears that come up. But most people walk around not healing. Mm-hmm. And the spiritual piece that we grew up with, I'm sure we all grew up with the the our religious uh, parents and religious background, but I, the spirituality piece is it's not just religious. It's it's spirituality and truthfully that we are connected and we are guided and we are always protected. And it's that sense of okay, yes, I I trust you, I hear you, I am protected, and that all that's also why I can do this work. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I would love to take a little step back for our listeners who don't know what Reiki or what an empath or intuitive healer is and break down exactly what it is that you do, why you find it really important, why you think it's important for others. But like, let's do the Reiki intuitive healing 101. All right, let's do it. So, um, so the intuitive healing it's really crazy. I took an intuitive healing course at Ceremony Meditation uh, with Desiree, and all of us are intuitive. Every single person, okay? It's that little voice that says, check your key, check your pocket, or check this, and then you, you don't or you do, and it's, holy shit, I, that's, that's a little message. We, our logic mind cannot comprehend intuition because it's not something that we can measure scientifically per se. But we all have it, and it's a matter of trusting it, and it's a matter of listening to it and connecting. So intuition is, they're messages that I receive from source, okay? So it's, and and source is different things for different people. Um, and and so in the, the readings that I have, they're, they're intuitive readings where I receive messages for my clients. Um, from source I always connect with source and I protect my energy and I protect my client's energy so that it's um, only good good energy that's that's coming through um, and then Reiki so Reiki is a Japanese practice and it means um, energy from the divine source Reiki we use our hands to heal your chakras and we go through your your seven chakras and it's never my my energy that's healing my client. It's divine energy. So it's source's energy. 
And in my training, I've, I've learned how to, you know, the symbols and how to connect uh, through the healing energy. And that's how the energy is passed on. And, and there, they can be distant, distant sessions because energy, energy doesn't, I mean, energy exists everywhere, right? We can, we can send energy wherever in any place in the world. So, um, that's kind of, 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 um, that's kind of how, how Reiki works. And we go through your, your seven chakras, go through your crown, your third eye, your throat, your heart, your solar, your solar plexus, your sacral and your root. And then if you have some blockages, then things will come through for you. What's our energy right now, girl? (laughs) (laughs) I'm how you feel it. This positive energy. Good energy, rachetera energy, <laughs> elbow energy, because ain't nobody hugging, ain't nobody kissing over here. We're just safety energy, <laughs> high elbow reading, not a high five. <laughs> um, no, I think that's really, really good and really important. What would you say um, to? Oh, I think that question was like, what are some tips you would give to somebody who's young and is trying to find that self-love or that healing like that you would give could be like top three tips um, based on your background and being a therapist as well as being a healer? Um, the first one definitely has to be set boundaries. I mean, we, we have to do what is right. You just have to really check in with yourself and set boundaries um, especially with loved ones, because I think with loved ones, it's a little bit tricky. You want to be there at the expense of yourself. So set boundaries and don't feel bad for taking care of yourself. It, it's the, probably the number one thing that I would, re- that I would suggest for, um, young listeners. And especially w- when you're younger, you're still looking, you're still finding yourself. So the more you're able to set boundaries, the better you'll connect to your authentic self. My second piece of advice would be don't be afraid to be seen. I think we, we live in the shadows sometimes where we're shy or we're embarrassed of what are people going to think or que va a decir la gente? Um, what if I fail? And I, I've learned also through my own experiences that it's okay to be seen. Actually, you should be seen because you have a purpose here and you have a light here. And why would you hide it at the expense of like to 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 save face? Mm-hmm. Um, no, shine your light. Right. Yes, shine your light. There, and you may not even realize how bright your light is, but but just don't be don't be shy. Let yourself be seen. Um, and then um, my third. Third one, I guess, would be compassion. Self-compassion is a game changer. Mm-hmm. Yes. We are so hard on ourselves. We we will like we will be super compassionate towards you, Elvia, towards Diana, like, girl, it's okay. Like, but towards ourselves, oh you dumbass. Like, why the fuck did you do that? Excuse my my cussing, but we're that's how we talk to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So self-compassion. Self-compassion, move through it, move through it, move through your mistakes, move through your failures faster, quicker with self-compassion. What are what are some language that you would use in creating boundaries with people? Like how do you how do you put those how do you practice that like in real life? Because I mean, you could say like, yeah, set that boundary or like tell them or whatever, but I think 
in actuality, it can be really hard for people to do that. And then also, what are some ways that you practice compassion for yourself? So I think honesty, when it comes to boundaries, honesty is really important. Um, I'm working on my podcast this weekend and I can't make it. I don't really have anything planned, but uh, I actually was really, really looking forward to spending time by myself. I really like you, but I'm not ready to do this with you. Um, I mean, there, there's different boundaries and different capacities. Oh, a, a great boundary, too, with family is I don't like when you say that. It hurts my feelings. Or can you stop saying that to me? That's not okay. I think it, depending on what um, area of life, um, those are just some examples, I feel. And um, your second question um, about compassion: How do you show your How do you show yourself compassion? You know, I think it's it's all about the mind. The mind chatter is the one that's being really mean to you. So, a couple of ways that I've learned is through meditation. I I love meditation because it just quiets my mind and it, it and it helps me respond differently to my triggers throughout the day. Um, another so meditation is really big. It's just a mind thing. And another one, too, that I've, I've recognized is kind of seeing myself as, like, in the back of my brain. It's kind of weird. Bear with me, okay? <laughs> your thoughts coming up in a screen, and you are just an observer in the back of your brain as your soul looking at this human being, thinking all these things, and you're not judging her. You're not um, criticizing her. You're just observing, like, huh, she's actually being really mean to herself. Mm-hmm. Um and just observing it without judgment and letting them pass. Um, that's been a really big one, I think, for me. And letting it pass quicker. I think we ruminate on things and overthink and overthink. And it's just, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it moving. Dang, I needed to do that when I was in my 20s. You know how much that would have saved me on terrible boyfriend choices? Oh, <laughs> knowing what you know now life goes on we get we we go through heartbreak in any capacity with friends love failures all that stuff and we feel like it's the end of the world and nothing better is going to come our way 
goodness, how many times have you guys felt that way and then look at us now doing way better? Yes. Yes. Boy, bye. Boy, bye. <laughs> Job, bye. Yes. Everything, bye. Low, yes. Like, low self-esteem, bye. Criticism, yeah. ugh, bye. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I would say. I would say, la vida sigue. You're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to be okay. Even though it feels like it's not right now, you're going to be fine. And I, and I actually, I use that till this day when I'm feeling really crappy and like super down. I think, you know what? Remember that? Remember all those times where you felt like it was the end of your world and look at you now, girl. You've got like better. Like you're laughing about that shit now. Yeah. You're making fun of yourself or yes. the stupid shit that you thought about. You were like, um, girl, you so stupid. <laughs> yes. Look at you now, yes. little bomb and fly ass <laughs> definitely connect with Yana on any of her social platforms and if you're really interested in doing an intuitive healing Reiki session with her you should definitely do it I've done it personally and I think it was like one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life where I feel like I just learned so much about myself how to approach um certain situations and it just like cleared so much like negative energy that was happening to me during that time of my life and I felt like I could finally push forward and just you know know like it helped me just like know I'm bad bitch and I need to <laughs> show up everywhere like I'm a bad bitch. Yes, yes. yes. because I am yes. Thank you we so all much. are. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. yeah, and I think 
that's the first time I ever talked about our intuitive healing session without me crying. But yeah. like I, every time I I talk about it or think about it, it just it was just like a really important thing for me, and I will always carry it. And I hope to do many others with you too. Um, but that is a recommendation I have. Or if you're just interested in learning about like what it's like, what the process is like. Um, it's a great experience to go through. And she, uh, she's going to have a deal for our listeners. So our five listeners. <laughs> you guys can take advantage of this deal. Uh, but let's wrap this up. Diana, tell us how people can connect with you. And yeah. Thank you, Alvia. So they can check out my blog at soulwaves.squarespace.com. I talk about all things life, heart, and soul on there, and I and I post blogs uh, on Wednesdays. So they can find me there. They can book me there. You can book me. Just mention the podcast today, and I will give you uh, 50% off. So, Ooh, you better yes. take advantage. Let's do some healing. That's better than a swami deal. <laughs> <laughs> Not two for one. 50%. Not two for one. It's 50. Okay. Yes. And then follow me on Instagram at PeaceLoveDB. Yes. Thank you so much, Diana, for being here. This was really good. I want to, like, keep the conversation going, but y'all won't listen to a three-hour-long podcast episode. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real. Thank okay, you, Let's be real. I wouldn't listen to it. <laughs> okay? Even if it was me. <laughs> thank you, Mujeres. Thank you for no, holding Thank you for taking time to do this. I love you. I love y'all. And, um, yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye.